0: hello and welcome back to tf it's your tf for the week or at least one of your tfs for the week uh how are you i'm well love riley it's me (laughs) riley and i'm here in studio with hussein Hey, it's me. Uh, I was not forty
1: minutes late to this recording. <laughs> oh, and no um,
0: way were you forty minutes late to this time, recording. Because
1: time doesn't exist. It's uh, no. not real. It's, it was invented. It was invented by the SJ Dubs.
0: Can you point to time? Mm. You no, know, it's have you have you ever seen time in a room? Is there any logical or reasonable or rational evidence that time exists? Mm. I didn't think so. SJ Dubs, checkmate libs owned. Uh, Alice calling in from Glasgow. Hello,
2: Yes, my apologies to everyone who came to the live show expecting it to be good, but I couldn't make it.
0: <laughs> uh, h- Alice, how is your wasting disease? Oh,
2: terrible, terrible. I'm you, I'm mostly recovered now, though.
1: There's, I- a, there's a jihad in your mouth, <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> invited.
0: Uh, and everyone has been everyone has been called to join the caliphate, mm.
1: except for the Sufis.
0: Yeah, no, that's right.
1: That's right. Trash Future is now a sectarian podcast. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love to see where Ramadan brain takes Hussein. Yeah. I'm not even oh, fasting today. I
1: have a coffee. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a coffee because the coffee machine ran out. So they were like, um, Do you want to try this like mocha milkshake? And I was like, Okay, well, I'm already like 35 minutes late. So, <laughs> so sure, go for well, it. Well, that's <laughs> logic. You, you yeah, still and I mean, get- you've
3: got a milkshake, so you're not. Uh, if it sucks.
1: Yeah, if it sucks, then I can just throw it over, mm. like throw it over someone whoever exactly. you
2: disagree with. I, yeah, I, I still and, think that you you get the Ramadan brain even if you're not fasting that day. Though it's a, like a cosmic state of being.
0: It's yeah. a god thing.
1: I, it's been weird for me because I've sort of been fasting on and off. So like My so so my body is just like it doesn't know what's happening <laughs> <Yes. now>.
0: between <laughs> meals. You've been fasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and also we are joined with uh, writer. For current affairs and the outline, and famous uh, for just denigrating logic, facts, and reason online. Ashley McRae, Ashley, how are you doing?
3: Yeah, good. Just another day of hating logic, uh, hating facts. Someone tried to tell me a fact this morning on the train. I started crying. (laughs) It was like it hurt my feelings. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's uh, look as as lefties, the thing we hate most is when we hear the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, because if Karl Marx was famous for anything it was engaging in vast flights of fancy that he just would never uh, could never be unbuckled from and that definitely again weren't just a long and boring analysis of the price of coats (laughs) no it's so today we are we are talking about a a long-standing bugbear of the show we are finally going to tell the truth about logic guys wonderful Um, so just to just to kick us off, Ashling, can you just introduce us to the concept of a logic guy?
3: So uh, a logic guy is a guy who you will find on the Internet and very occasionally in real life. We in your- public
0: transit, that guy that <laughs> told you that fact. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, I hated it. Um, occasionally in your uh, undergrad seminar, um, he has he has a comment, not a question. Hmm. Um It's the guy who really loves talking about how his opinions are logic and they're also facts and reason and uh, everyone who disagrees with him is just irrational and they they only care about feelings, Um, which is weird because if you uh, are a loser like me and you actually go through their posts and try to like... Fisk them. Do people still do fisking? Is that like a really? 2000s I, thing? Heard, I don't know.
0: I haven't
1: really ever heard the term fisking. I haven't it's heard the term with, fisking for is like. It to a do with long
0: time. Robert Fisk? Yes.
3: Yeah. It's so it's it's basically um, just line by line, uh, like taking someone's argument and then just uh, like if someone wrote like a really long post, it's something people used to do a lot, like on forums. Yeah, it was, it was in a 2000s. blogosphere
2: thing. Okay. Yeah,
3: so you would just basically take each line of the thing that they said and have uh, a little
0: sarcastic comment or like some facts yeah. to trigger them I know, sorry i think what you mean feelings because they yes, have the facts that's mm-hmm. true you trigger them with your feelings no, so i think a, a good example of a, of a logic guy post would be if you say well like for example over policing of black communities is racist so that, that's not a logic guy post that's of course a feelings post mm. um, they would say well i have all these fbi crime statistics that show that Um, I have these calipers yeah i have these fbi crime calipers that show that black people commit more crimes on a per capita basis so your desire to not put more policing there because police reduces crime is based on your feelings of guilt because you were indoctrinated by your sjw professors that um you should be sorry for being white and it doesn't matter if you say well a the presence of the presence of police doesn't reduce crime. Criminality isn't isn't connected to like, ethnic origin in any way. It's connected to lots of other things. Many of them being discrimination against people of certain ethnic origins and so on. If you they they will then take their initial statement their their rebuttal and they'll say oh well you're just bringing in a lot of feelings and it's like and it, and it's interesting because it's like well no I'm I'm saying a lot of facts I'm 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 saying like for example. Um that that over policing in, in in certain neighborhoods actually increases people 's precarity and pushes them to take more desperate steps to support themselves and so on and
2: increases the crime rate
0: just because more yeah. crimes are getting detected e- exactly and if and you and you you bring these uh, rebuttals to them, and rather than saying, "Oh, in- interesting," I guess I was wrong. They say, "Oh, you're just you're just indoctrinated by S. J. dubs You're just indoctrinated by Marxists. Obviously, it's right that black people commit more crime. You're just feelings." Mm.
3: Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much it. And it's interesting, like the 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 sort of arbitrary division they make of like, well, the stuff that I like is is facts. Mm. Uh, so you know, I uh, saw on the news uh that uh there's lots of uh scary black people in the inner cities uh doing crime um so that's that's facts but if you show me like uh a massive longitudinal study uh that shows uh that uh people of certain ethnicities get completely disproportionate uh sentencing for the same crimes as white people or that uh you know certain uh People get paid less for the same work if you show all these studies, and that's, that's not facts, actually. Um, that's probably uh, it's bias mm. that's, uh, that's uh, uh, anything anything that I like is facts, and mm. anything that uh, you like is is bias. or post
0: Marxism. Yeah, of course, <laughs> it's postmodernism cultural marxism because Marx and the postmoderns they loved each other. Mm. They, they they it's two schools of thought that are deeply compatible <laughs> and they're actually working together hand in glove uh with uh the with the Jews Mm-hmm. And the no, Muslims. No, no, the
2: Frankfurt School. You have to say the and, Frankfurt School. Oh, yeah.
0: The Frankfurt with the with the Frankfurt School with the brackets, uh, almost, with the brackets, <laughs> and the Muslims and Black Lives Matter and my ex girlfriend from high school mm-hmm. and all of the computer that guy programmers from my who book aren't club who steals <laughs> my opinions <laughs> and then all the computer programmers who are reducing the size of the boobs and dead or alive. <laughs> all of this is a grand conspiracy to burn down Notre Dame, which symbols the Judeo Christian heritage of the West. This is. Just, this is are, just gang are stalking are stuff.
1: Yeah. So, we, so, what you're saying is that the roof of the Notre Dame Cathedral should actually be two giant boobs, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: in, reference, in reference to Dead or Alive, yeah. which is also when the form of a
2: dome, which would make it a mosque.
1: See, ah. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why. Like. Or that's why all the be like alt-right Christians are really like get really angry about mosques because <laughs> churches just aren't se- because churches
0: Sh- just aren't sexual. They're shrinking the size of the domes every year. <laughs> and like I think that one of the key points I think this is because uh, Ashley and I were hanging out here while we totally weren't waiting for anyone who was <laughs> very, very late to record this podcast. I was early.
1: I was early. I don't understand what you were what yeah, you Sorry,
0: that's feelings. Yeah, uh, factually, Hussein was on time. I just feel um, <laughs> is that a lot of these, to- a lot of these positions that are co- sort of quite commonly repeated in your various respectable spectators in New York Times and this, that, and the other, mm. um, th- they come down to, I think, what feels true to a lot of people, and a lot of these positions are presented, and either it's not just about about sort of crime rates, it's about um, the amount of genders that there are. I was about it's to say a, there are two genders. Yeah. 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 It's sixth grade biology. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's and it's sixth grade biology, it's sixth grade civics class, and nothing yeah. after that.
0: <laughs> no one no subject has ever been more complicated than <laughs> we're, sixth so grade we're, biology. But coming back to
2: this the kind of our elitism thing is oh you went to seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um or you can say, oh yeah, well, if you try to tax the rich to provide social programs, it'll tank your economy. It's economics 101. Mm. It's like, Yes, 101. <laughs> <laughs> there's a 201. Um, but it's and I think a lot of what, what these people's points of view are rooted in is that there is a very simple there's a very simple schema of what society should look like, what it's for and what it does. That puts them at the tippy top of it because they're very rational, very white, very male, very middle class. And, you know, they just didn't they didn't actually feel like applying to certain universities. They just wanted to go to some other ones. Um, But and that they're saying, well, I I," and and they have this very simple paradigm and this very simple paradigm of how the world works. And I think on the on the one hand, if it is challenged, it's like, no, I'm worried that my supremacy is being challenged. I love my white maleness. Uh, And I love that I don't have to think about anything. But I think on the other hand, and this is, I think, what almost makes it more of a visceral reaction is, is that they feel like I've had this very simple paradigm. How dare you complicate it?
2: It's it's like a epistemic crisis for them, right? Like, that's why the postmodernist thing is such a big deal is because they're afraid of losing all their sense of meaning because somebody might say, hey, your sense of meaning is kind of invested in things that are kind of fucked up.
3: Yeah, well, it's because, like, people really like this, um, I guess, almost like the PPE kind of uh, canon, mm. or the uh, the Ramsey, what's the Australian, uh, like, they want to have this Ramsey Western Civilization course. Yeah. Where it's, like, week one, you learn, oh, like, the ancient Greeks, they invented uh, civilization.
1: And um, were not gay.
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> strictly business people old yeah. school <laughs> it was a business society <laughs>
3: yeah you could tell that's, it's a business society because there's no women all the women have yeah. to like hide well so that's what like,
0: that's even our our word for economics comes from the greek oikos oikonomikos things of the household checkmate libs <laughs> <Q-E-D>. it's <laughs> it's i'd say it's economics 101 but these brilliant greeks inventors of civilization didn't have the concept of zero so i guess it's economics 11 <laughs> but-
3: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and who knows where a zero uh, came from? I, it, I, imag- I imagine it was like a like it, a white person who invented
0: it. It certainly wouldn't be the dark Islamic tribes of yeah, the Yeah, there East. was like some mischievous Saracen. <laughs> some mischievous Saracen invented the concept of zero to scam a Christian merchant. <laughs> invented
2: the concept of zero to describe not having stuff because they ran out of food
0: like Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> they did, because they hated, I told you, it's that the from the Saracen, comparisons onward there's been a grand islamo-judaic conspiracy except for the jews that are judeo-christian um that has again worked with uh the identity politicians of like such as Karl marx uh and and then foucault and then i told you those programmers that are making the boobs small it's <laughs> all been a conspiracy google, against me personally google and Sumeria. Very logical
3: i love when these guys like they also all the places they love they're like oh yeah civilization it started in a like Athens and Rome Mm -hmm. and Jerusalem. And it's like, go look at a map of like those ancient kingdoms and see like who they were interacting with. Like the Greeks basically thought of like Britain and France and Germany and Sweden as just being like these, Bog lands full of like illiterate sheep fuckers. And nothing has
0: changed. uh,
3: (laughs) Which and it's like, oh, who do they interact with? Uh, Hey, look, it's like people from fucking Egypt and Libya and Ethiopia. Um, but uh, somehow that's uh, that's not like I don't know. All those guys were off, kind of doing something else while the Greeks were. Well, it's it's uh, how the
2: Irish built the pyramids thing
0: increasingly (laughs) not becoming a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's again, it's these. I think this is, I hate to give Jordan Peterson credit, but I think the one thing he's right about, the one thing, he's he's a stop clock, he's right about one thing.
3: C-16, obviously.
0: (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Oh, sorry. There are three numbers that matter. Two, the number of genders. 101, the only economics that's real. And 1984, which is where we go if we forget those first two numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But, but what I, and the coordinates for Venezuela, of course. Mm. Um, But. I think what the one thing I think Jordan Peterson kind of gets right, and I think this is the root of a lot of the sort of many manias of the logic guys, is that the stories we're told in early childhood. I think do a lot more to shape what we are, our, our, not just our opinions, but the structures that form our, that our opinions are based on. And so, hearing and so, if you're taught from grade one to three about like Greek mythology and mm-hmm. oh well, here's they created Zeus and oh well, here's here's where you know religion came in and all this. If if this is what you're taught from that age, then everything you learn later is working against that bedrock of just first principles that oh, like you're sure. taught before you like, even know how to question stuff. I,
2: I like that pedagogical question there because like you mentioned, it's like seventh grade biology for there being two genders. And it's definitely the case that there's a ton of things like that, where the teaching method for it is something that's simple but wrong. Like, do you remember yeah, he- learning yeah. how a, a, a wing works in science class? Uh, no! <laughs> what, <laughs> what the
0: fuck <laughs> are they teaching you <laughs> No, confident. seriously, there was,
2: like, basic principles of aerodynamics, uh, the, the way that a wing works is that the air takes longer to travel over the curved surface in the top than the flat surface on the bottom, and that generates lift, right? That's not true at all. And if you get into, like, ninth grade science, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we just made that up because it
0: sounded easier. Mm. It, well, it's it's that, same it's thing. that you're learning. It's the the, tru- it's, you could even say it's a lot like learning physics. The
1: truth like, is that birds aren't real. <laughs>
3: <laughs> birds and time. Birds, birds are not real.
0: Mm. Yeah. They're Virgestro- just virgest it's, it's all part of the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's you can even say it's you can, it's almost more directly true about something like physics, where if you want to we know that newtonian physics is basically fundamentally wrong it's, sure. it's it's there there are other things going on that it can't explain but if you just want someone to learn the basic principles of like lift or whatever then mm-hmm. Newtonian physics is useful but wrong and then it can be complicated later yeah or, it's or, just or what genetics happens.
2: with there being two genders right <laughs> yeah
0: so when you're a massive when you're a massive stem lord and you just and you follow the Michael Gove curriculum, you learn all of these very basic, simple, and wrong things, like there being two genders, or the Greeks invented civilization, or whatever, and then you just stop learning anything more about it, and you start learning how to program an app that you know then like, trades, people's, trades in people's kidneys for swag bucks or whatever.
2: <laughs> and, and when anything comes after that, you feel betrayed, right? Like it's coming after the bedrock of what you, what you learned.
1: I think that there's like a fundamental thing here which is that like the assumption that we're making at the moment is that there's like this inherent disruption in like good faith education right so like you're going through like the, the school system and you're earnestly like learning so, trying to learn something and you know that you're learning trying to learn something in good faith because you're inquisitive and stuff like that and then it gets disrupted and i don't think that's necessarily true because like you know for most of us who have done like higher education or university education um the idea of, of having assumptions like disrupted is kind of like the thing that you expect when you go to college anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I studied history at university and, you know, I knew from the outset that like lots of stuff I learned in my kind of World War I, World War II loving grammar school was that was going to be like fundamentally wrong or fundamentally inaccurate. But like the guys that we're talking about, like the logic guys here. Um, they're getting most of their learning from the internet, right? Mm. So like the most of the things that you know, they're not, you know, they're not kind of saying that all oh, the stuff that I learned in school is like the fundamental basis of like my understanding and my interpretation of the world. Like their understanding of the world comes from YouTube and it comes from like you know, it may have used to come from, like, these forums. Um, that was where their, like, real education came from. And, like, I kind of remember that because even when I was in school and I spent, like, a ton of time on, like, 4chan and Totsi and all these other websites, like, I would take that stuff that I learned from those websites, which were, like, this mishmash of, like, conspiracy theory mixed with, like, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I was very bad at the chemistry curriculum, but I definitely <laughs> knew how to make, like, things acidic uh, which let's just say as like a young brown Muslim in post 7-7 was not necessarily like the best kind of use of my time um, but that's that's for another that's another story but that's what you know that's what I mean like a lot of these logic guys that I come across like it doesn't even the there's the assumption that like They're angry because of the stuff that they learned in school that they believed was true because of teachers, like, was disrupted by, like, the SJ, the transgender SJ dubs. Like, it doesn't... I don't think that's coherent. Uh, That's not quite what I'm
2: saying. Well, me either. Um, Like, I don't think it's that they're being taught these things. It's the framework in which they're being taught them is...
3: Yeah, I I was thinking about this before. Like, I think that really, like, sets the stage because... We were talking about this before, like, um, obviously, like, in a history curriculum in school, you can't learn absolutely everything, right? You do have to be selective. And then, therefore, you're probably going to learn more about, say, your own country's history than about anything else. Then what you end up with is this stuff that kind of sets the stage for a certain set of assumptions. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how, like, your brain kind of assumes that if you haven't heard of something, that means it doesn't exist. So this is how you get people thinking that, like ancient Egypt was like the only civilization that existed in Africa, right? Because that's the one that you learn about and that you remember because they have like the cool hieroglyphics with like the bird head and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's cool.
1: The, 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 uh, the hieroglyphic of Brendan O'Neill.
2: It's not like they're, they're teaching you this stuff. It's that you learn a kind of reductive view of these things. And then the YouTube guy with the statue avatar comes in to tell you about Western civilization. And yeah, that's what he's in saying quite
0: nicely. What he's saying is fundamentally compatible with a lot of what you're learning. Because yeah, a absolutely. lot of what you're learning is is all, all this stuff we were talking about earlier, pretty white, pretty Western-centric, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And what the YouTube guy does is, first, he builds on that. And second, what he does is he says, not only that, but there's a conspiracy. To, it, it's you're not dumb. There's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> That's there's a conspiracy. This is what this is the same thing of why that like when their posts don't get any likes, they say, well, obviously there must be a conspiracy. To sil- conspiracy to silence yeah, me. Yeah, Twitter has shadow banned I- me. I- yeah, and it's it's basically like an intellectual shadow ban where it's like, no, I couldn't. It couldn't possibly be more complicated than I originally thought. Like anyone who's trying to say that actually, probably China was a much more advanced civilization than by that by whatever standard you want to draw, than most of Europe for most of history clearly has a, an SJW axe to grind. Otherwise, they wouldn't be saying it. Because why would like because these is a foundational assumption. It's not just class either. If you're I mean, say school class, um, if you're if you're if you're taught history by like. The movie Gladiator, which I think a lot of people mostly are, because including like, that's in school, just,
2: like the day that your teacher just couldn't be <laughs> fucked and just brought the TV in on the wheels.
0: Yeah, it's it's and it's all of these things. All of these things work together. If I'm if I can be a bit Gramscian for a bit, all of these things work together to color what feels true for you, and then what. So it's like what I, I the the comparison I draw all the time is it's like in the Simpsons. Oh, for fuck's sake, Riley. <laughs> When Homer's trying to find Abraham Lincoln's gold in the flash-forward episode, Releases President, um, he just starts counting four score and 20 from a random place in the White House and then decides to start digging. It's that same kind of thing where it's like, well, I'm just going to start reasoning from all this stuff that just feels true that's in this arbitrary place, okay, so and then I'm going to dig and I'm going to assume I'm going to find Lincoln's gold, and it turns out to be a metaphor. So
2: having, a sh- having like ticked off one thing of my Riley bingo, can you do a Sopranos one?
0: Um yes, uh, when a j when a j starts questioning his christian faith and and then Tony just says, "We don't have that kind of talk. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. Um, yeah, uh, when he tried, no it's it's when he's, when, when a j starts quoting from uh niche, the philosopher Nietzsche. <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I calm down Paula Ferrari, Jesus. <laughs> um, and I think what what this other well the other things that this leads to is this leads to some other extremely rational guy talking points that are rooted in this same kind of very haughty arrogance but it's arrogance for having a very limited set. Of- That's
3: the worst thing is like, I am so much happier when I just get like a dumb guy posting at me, but the, the dumb guy who thinks they're smart is mm. like the worst when they, when they come in. Ah, and they're typical like,
2: reductio ad absurdum. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, actually, if you look at the uh, the statistics of like a uh, marriage ages in the Middle Ages, it was actually like super normal for like a thirteen year old girl to get married. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like I'm just saying.
0: Like, yeah, and and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna hold everything else constant.
1: <laughs>
0: we use
3: economics
1: 101, right? Like uh, that's where it, like Pareto. What's it called? Pareto. Yeah, it's uh, the Pareto principle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we love to hold things constant. Um, t- the Paterno principle. <laughs> <laughs> title. <laughs> that's the title. Yep. <laughs> um. So here are some other ones. It's that you'll often find the the centrists of of the cucks and so on saying, ah, but socialism has never worked in the past, you know, and that's that's a very white goles eyebrows a very silly thing theatrically.
2: Google Venezuela. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's. Uh. I mean, it's 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 that that it's like compared to what? I mean. If you want to look at, uh, sorry, if you get like a like a lot of mad tankies commenting on this, but oh, like we do. even if you even <laughs> if you think that like the USSR or Mao's China is like not the best, uh, it's you've still got to say like, well, these were two like incredibly poor places that like industrialized within like twenty years and became like some of the most powerful places in the world, and even if you don't want to count. Those, then you can look at all the places like imagine being a tiny little island that's like a 20 minute swim from the most powerful country in the world and you manage to like do socialism for like 80 years and you have a leader who somehow manages to avoid assassination on like a daily basis mm. that's pretty cool and even if you want to like count like socialism also exists within uh like capitalist countries right that like the entire labor movement is socialism the reason that we don't have like four-year-old kids working up chimneys although i'm I'm kind of disappointed about that because i do want to bring back like old-timey urchins you have a
0: very dirty (laughs) chimney
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's it's a very
0: dirty (laughs) chimney that's the exact size of a four-year-old
3: yeah uh the 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 brooms it just doesn't quite Mm. do the same thing like the reason you have like the weekend and like in as much as you still have a weekend right like all these things, and healthcare and education, like, that's all socialism sure. as well. well. But it just it depends on how you want to define it. Like, if you start by defining, oh, socialism is all the stuff that did bad. Yeah. Socialism well, like, is bad. Well, like Matt Chrisman yeah.
2: on Chapo had a good point about this, where he was talking about how people will ask you to defend like the death tolls of communism like the purges and the, the great leap forward and so on and just saying that well that's what happens when you industrialize a society and all of ours happened in the industrial revolution and had like urchins getting ground under cotton mills and stuff but that yeah, and also
3: most of the people that got uh, killed or just had horrible lives under capitalism uh, happened in countries far away that we don't have yeah, to care so that, about
0: that, so that's fine um, So or when it happened in yeah. ours it happened a while ago yeah and all the stuff that we did a while ago to make it so that like those people's lives were improved if we try to do any more of that or if we try to do it for anyone else yeah. then that's going to be bad well in,
2: in, but instituting transatlantic slavery is fact and killing all the sparrows is feelings <laughs>
0: <laughs> again you have this thing where they where the the the, the, lo- the main tool of the logic guy is drawing the line in the sand mm-hmm. of, be, of being able to see to, he just he's trying to seize control of a definition and saying well here's what socialism is well, and it's, then it's, not, it's on- not
2: transphobia because I'm not afraid of them
1: <laughs> yeah, they like you know, like in the YouTube videos, all these logic guys do. They have they love doing the kind of like this is what the, this is how the Webster Dictionary defines yeah, this uh, term. argument <laughs> from
2: etymology. Uh, they love it. They it's, love it's, doing it's, it's that. It's
0: more grade six shit,
2: and it's it's, it's actually for the grade six It's the funniest thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, the whole thing is the the main the main like intellectual um, achievement of the logic guy is his mastery of grade six and that's it mm. he's he's done grade six so many fucking times <laughs>
1: it was because re- it was like a really great it was a really great year for him he was a year where he finally was on top got on um, the basketball team yeah got on the basketball team all the teachers loved him like his parents weren't divorced <laughs> he still uh, had potential yeah, he he could be anything he wanted to be. He could say he could say that he wanted to be a spaceman, and the teacher would be like, "Yeah, sure, you can be a spaceman." It's, it's ar- the argumentum
2: men- at formally gifted <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's
0: the it's the that at some point all of the all of the the anonymous logic lords stopped being precocious children, mm-hmm. and they've never recovered from that fact, and they've got guys like Dave Rubin, Ben Shapiro. Uh, Steven Crowder and so on, all there saying, no, while you were a precocious child, you basically had it figured yeah, out. Yeah,
2: they, they all want a gold star from Teacher. And that's, <laughs> that's what they want. They don't want to own the SJWs. They want the SJWs to be in awe of them and go, wow, you're the, really, you're the smartest person I know. Here's a sticker.
0: And the main way they want to do that is via debate. Mm. Uh, ah. I'm so afraid uh. of rational debate, guys.
2: Th- as as this a former house like, is compe- debate. As,
1: <laughs> so I was a former competitive debater. Same. Um and I was also Oh God, I was like insufferable Same. during that time. Yeah. Um so I feel like, uh, yeah, I kind of just wanted to make that clear from the outset in case anyone tries to cancel me. That's
2: the good ending of being a debate club nerd is that you become a podcaster. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I feel like you know, you know, because I had this argument with like someone who really earnestly believes in the power of debate. So, like, I tweeted something just like. Uh, along the lines of, like, every debate club, every debate society and every, like, university should be banned and disbanded because all <laughs> they do is just bring, like, well, all we, they do is just bring harm to society. We, we and, form them yeah. into the red guards of, like, the
2: logic <laughs> Great Leap Forward.
0: <laughs> what, the, the debate Soviets?
2: Yeah, that's how we police the universities, is just the debate clubs. We just yeah. arm them.
1: Um so I had this like debate guy who like does debate mate which is like this kind of they go into they go into like inner city schools and teach poor kids how to debate with logic and facts <laughs> Um, and he was it's like really uh, gonna help you well, when you're about to be
0: killed by a police officer he was like yeah
1: well uh, actually like I've helped like so many like people by teaching them how to debate about why the death penalty is good and like if they can kind of argue that austerity uh, is actually helpful for their communities and well, they can argue anything it's
2: helpful in a, in a class mobility sense because it is a class marker and if you can do the debate <laughs> thing then you can like maybe claw your way up
1: but we know you know like these debate debate mate stuff like they used to kind of take like if you were on a debate team in a secondary school or like one of the grammar schools in kent they used to like do a day trip up to the oxford union as like a treat absolutely
0: oh god Uh, the oxford union is like really
1: like disgusted right the the oxford union is
0: by by (laughs) far one of the worst places in that entire city the bar is perhaps one of the one of just one of the worst they they only started taking card very recently Very bad, we hate it
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I hate when I go to the Oxford Union and I can't order, order Canadian wine
0: <laughs> Yeah, I do hate that actually <laughs> This house never believes to all of my rational This my house rational believes points. that
2: an assemblage is a perfectly legitimate bottling
3: Actually, assuming that uh, wine is bad just because it's from Canada is actually an ad hominem against uh... <laughs> it's
0: ad, ad, ad canadam Um so, if uh, actually, I'm just gonna pull from your uh, your article here about why debate sucks uh, because I, I quite like this paragraph. Uh, The aim of debate is not to provide a detailed, cogent, well-sourced answer to the question at hand. The aim of debate is to be the most convincing, not the smartest, and anyone who is good at debating knows this. This is how former Breitbart scribe Ben Shapiro has a reputation as an intellectual warrior when his arguments merely consist of saying incorrect things very fast, or why conservative political commentator Steven Crowder has a series called Change My Mind, in which he ambushes random college kids with a big binder full of pre-prepared talking points and then pulls the mic away from them any time they seem like they actually might. Change someone's mind?
4: Yeah. Why don't um, Why don't
0: you just admit that you're on the left, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. I will never admit that I'm on on, on the left. He says in his. Well, I guess there's not on lefty shit in this podcast studio, except no, these just like Soviet com- Union coasters.
1: Yeah, there's just like a communal towel
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: like various bits of like Milo's like uh, memorabilia from Russia.
0: God, I wish he would move his clothes out.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I. I guess like. The thing is, because I was also like that dickhead uh, in terms of debate, um, which I I guess is kind of relatively unusual for a woman. Like, I guess, like, I just didn't get something went wrong along the socialization thing. And I was still someone who just wanted to, like, prove their points right and just like swing my dick about, uh, basically. So I did debate for a little bit. And I actually think it's still kind of fun. Like if you get three or four pints in me, like I will start yelling. Um, (laughs) But the 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 thing is, like that's not the same thing as actually having like a a a reasonable argument or a convincing argument or an intention argument. No, exactly. It's 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 theatre. In fact, I think that's. I think I actually put it that way in the thing, right? And you can watch it and you can enjoy it, but that doesn't actually mean that you're, like, getting more information or that you're well, learning that things. it makes you
0: feel good. Also,
3: also, like,
1: so on YouTube, there's a bunch of, like, competitive debates, like, yeah, you can watch. And they're really horrible to listen to because, like, you know... I think as you kind of alluded to, like, you know, you're talking to fit, you're talking very fast. You only have like seven minutes to kind of make your points. Um, So you're kind of going through these points very, very fast. You have to be very kind of aggressive, especially like against other teams who are trying to kind of cut your argument up. And like the thing that you don't want to do, especially in front of an audience or a panel of judges, is to kind of have this argument that you've made in a very short amount of time beforehand to be like cut up. The thing that I kind of say is when when it comes to like competitive debating is that like the platform is the most important thing. And in principle, like you have like an equal platform when you're doing competitive debating in that you're kind of in a controlled environment of like a room. You have a set of like independent judges for the most part. You have the same amount of time to prepare stuff. Often the subjects that you'll get will be revealed like maybe a minute before you're supposed to like. Start preparing for it, um so the kind of notion of debate as like a tool of thinking or a tool of like even like as a competitive sport is very different to kind of what we're seeing on the internet where it's not actually about debating it's about. Yeah, I think I, I would argue that it's almost more theatrical. Like Stephen Crowder's stuff is inherently theatrical in the sense that like there is an intentionality that comes with what he's trying to do, and he knows that regardless of the subject, like he will be able to get that done.
3: Yeah, and I think that's really important with the um change my mind stuff because he has this he has this format where he basically goes to like a college campus and he sits and he has like a a proposition. So, you know, there are only two genders, change my mind. And he frames it as like, oh, anyone can come and like have a chat with me. So this is, this is fair. And I think what a lot of people who watch this don't realize is the way it's framed and the way it's set up is entirely advantageous to him because there's only one microphone. He holds the microphone and he can basically shove it into the, the person's face like when he wants and takes it away when he wants which means that it is not an even platform he also has like the pre-prepared talking points I think um as far as I'm aware he just basically turns up on the day like he doesn't like say where he's going to be in advance so it's not like someone if someone feels like oh actually I feel strongly about this and I know about this stuff they can't really prepare it's just going to be like some person and of course it's like it's college kids and like college kids you know can be like smart and good at debate and stuff but you are also young and you might be like a little bit nervous about having like cameras on you and stuff just and you're still already learning. crying
2: when he starts <laughs> filming yeah,
3: exactly and so like it doesn't a lot of people kind of they don't take into account how how something is framed and how something is is uh platformed and people i, I get really frustrated because you know how like in the 2000s the big Uh, boogeyman in like the right-wing papers here was media studies Mm. like oh all these kids they're going they're not studying a philosophy anymore they're studying media studies Mm. and like the thing about media studies is like it's basically looking at things and being like oh things don't just like appear in newspapers or on tv people make intentional choices about what goes on there might be interests behind it things are framed in a certain way and I think a lot of people are kind of, you know, and guess what? Newspapers didn't like uh, people finding out that uh, newspapers don't aren't just like an objective, uh, you know, feed that puts out the news, right? There are decisions made behind this that are political. And people kind of don't really, a lot of people don't really think about how these things are framed. And this is kind of how you also get like, You get this in a lot of ways, like with um, Islamophobic uh, trolls and stuff, how they're like, Put up a youtube clip and it's like here look i found this youtube clip of like uh it's some muslims doing sharia in london And you look, i hate,
1: hey. I hate it when people just like follow me with a camera <laughs> <laughs> <I hate> it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like,
3: and it's like you can literally look at this and be like this is literally just like some sort of vaguely brown looking people in a city somewhere and like yeah someone's labeled it like um muslims do sharia uh but you don't necessarily know like why that's you know who labeled it that you don't know how to source it like th- these things don't just happen you know They're and not on that
1: like- note like also people who so i've seen this in like carl benjamin's his sargon of the cads videos and like so he was the guy who like ran for ukip and mm. lost and is now like in he's on vacation with his his wife's like doing his youtube videos while he's like getting angry and yeah, he's, waving he's, copies he's of, doing like, like racist Kingstar now huh <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he's just like he's, he, on his last video. He was just like, "Yeah, you may have thought that I would have wanted to win, but actually, it was the plan all along." They and all I've talk got a 20 like anime plan. villains. Yeah, he was. If you watch his latest video, he sounds he's like he's going a re- into
0: his final form.
1: <laughs> he sounds. He sounds like he sounds like like he wants to be an anime villain, but he isn't quite there yet. Um, but what, was say, what I was gonna say was like when they kind of offer up their evidence, they're offering kind of selective, out of context clips, often from like places like Rupley which is. RT, like Russia Today's, like, video news agency, they often, like, just throw up articles from, like, The Express or Breitbart or, like, The Daily Mail, um, these places that obviously, like, aren't kind of neutral, um, if neutrality even exists in media, but, like, definitely have, like, an agenda, like, a very kind of established agenda. But they kind of say that, oh, these are, like, news places, these are news sources, and we're going to show it to you in, like, a tenth of a second or, like, a second. Mm. So you can't really, like, process, you know, a counter argument um as a viewer like you either have to be for them it's very much like well if you want to challenge me and i guess we can talk about like how authentic these kind of desires to challenge are but like the the thing that they're projecting is if you want to challenge me um you know you have to challenge like a very small section of my argument not kind of the sources that i use or yeah. the material you, I you're use. because you're not going to go and get ident- that thing that had the yeah, if you clip if you, from if you, if you criticize me for using like Breitbart articles, that's identity politics.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the um, one of the one of, it, one of the things this brings up, of course, is like after there was this big thing where after 9-11, there was a, a clip there was of this just big some thing called 9-11. <laughs> yeah, this, this, uh, sorry. After nine eleven, there was a there was a, a big thing about this this so-called like celebration of muslims taking place in in new jersey they're like oh yes the new jersey muslim community is celebrating because of nine eleven. they loved yeah. it Paul joseph watson still defends yeah. that as like that being prove- true it was in the fact in the fact it was proven to be not true doesn't matter because it's mm. like it feels true it fits the narrative well, like
2: trump never walked that back either does he
0: no no and and and, and it wouldn't even matter because no of course because it would only ma- all of the 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 they feel like the strength of the evidence only matters if you're actually debating, well, like, all, all of this stuff, just, basic. Yeah, yeah,
2: it just accumulates, right? Like, whenever you talk to these guys, there's the thing that they're actually talking about which is that 10-second clip from RT or whatever, and Milo isn't on so he can finally make fun of RT without getting nerve gas poisoning. Um... <laughs> Uh, but then there's also all of the like other ten second clips for like years beforehand that have just accumulated and we're all just half remembered about like no go zones or whatever other bullshit, and it's all just kind of build up.
3: This is this is the amazing thing is like people not kind of realizing that like anecdote is not the same thing as data, right? Because mm-hmm. there's like eight billion people on this planet, and there's enough shit that goes on. Like if I wanted to prove that like guys getting their dick like stuck in furniture was like a really huge problem then I could probably like google and i can i'm sure I can find like quite a few dozen clips uh, pitch,
2: of like pitch guys that get- to, uh, getting a dicks.com yeah
0: if you're a man who has gotten your dick stuck in furniture please pitch this to getting your yeah, dick but, stuck but com. completely
2: straight like no jokes yeah, in the article
0: no, absolutely not a single joke in the article it's gonna be a consumer insight piece
3: yeah but i remember i got like i just had this moment where i realized like how fucked shit is, which is the technical term. Um, so there's this, um, there's this Twitch streamer called Destiny who does. Um, he he mostly does video game streaming, but he also like debates a lot of conservative and like alt right figures. He's not like a leftist. He's sort of just like kind of general progressive. But he's debated, like, uh, Lauren Southern and, yeah, Sargon of Akkad and people like that. And he had on um, Mark Meacham, the, the Nazi pug guy. Oh, yeah. Um, it was also friend a of,
0: friend of yeah. the Shire. <laughs> Look, fa- famously, the classical liberals love Nazi salutes. It's like if you're a classical liberal, you just love the principle behind a Nazi salute. Mm. Yeah
3: um and uh he was on there saying like uh, well i know that like uh like the left is much more violent than the right and destiny was saying to him like based on what And he said oh well i've seen like youtube videos of like antifa uh you know at protests and he was like well you can't really decide you know you have to use like empirical kind of evidence with proper data collection and stuff which you know says that actually the opposite is true and he just went no 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 you don't understand i've seen hundreds of videos.
1: It's a drill tweet. It's a drill yeah. tweet. It's like, oh, Over 10,000 like, posts. Cute. I've done 10,000 posts. Yeah. The,
2: the, yeah, yeah. the classical liberal doing a Nazi salute is just like I may not agree with what my right arm is saying, but I will defend to
0: the death it's right you, to say it.
3: Uh, you're, your body is like a plane. It needs a left arm and a right arm to fly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if, if I, I, I want to go, go a little further here because recently um, John Cleese got himself in a little oh, bit yeah. of hot Water by silly walking into saying that London is no longer an English city. Yeah, what? back you know back when it used to have a, a Ministry of Colonial Affairs in addition to its Ministry of Silly Walks, uh, where you know they they invented <laughs> concentration camps. Yeah,
3: why can't Whitechapel go back to what it used to be, which is being famous for a series of uh, grisly murders of sex workers? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's yeah. What so like, I, walk, I walk around I walk around this place and I sometimes think to myself, damn, I like there was a there was a there was a, there was a time when this place was was full of white English people and also, like, cholera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, miss,
3: I, miss, I miss the white English gangsters who would be just, like, <laughs> yeah. murdering each other on the streets. Yeah. So, like,
0: now are um, now the, like, the walking tours. Were gay, though, I remember so that that is intersectionality. So, so, but what I don't really care about what Cleese said because his brain is dying. I care about what Douglas Murray said because Douglas Murray, <laughs> not <laughs> racist, but number one with racists.
3: <laughs> second most racist Murray of the... <laughs>
0: So what Douglas Murray has written um, is essentially just he leaps to the defense of John Cleese because, of mm. course, he must white knight for, again, a, a a guy whose brain is dying but has a 20-year-old wife for some reason. Damn, dude, I um, hope he sees this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, more or less. And he says... There is clearly something especially forbidden about this this hornet's nest of an issue that Cleese has now prodded twice in one decade. I suspect that is because there is some some truth in there. And one of the most reliable guides for gauging that you have trodden on some truth is that some people start losing their reason and chanting mantras at you while you are trying to have a discussion. You could
2: apply all Uh, of that to just if he had just shit himself. (laughs) <laughs> many, many, pe- many people are outraged at me and disgusted, uh, so I must be doing something right.
0: So he continues, You would get the same response if you were to remark upon the official findings of the 2011-12 UK census, which found that people identify as white British are a minority in London. After the initial outrage, the mob always comes back after any such observation is made. Diversity is our strength, they chant. This means, then, mm, that the progression yes. of their general I'll argument in relation, in relation to the demographic and cultural makeup of London goes something like this. One, you can't say that. Two, it's not true. Three, it is true, but it's great. And I think what Murray's doing here is basically saying... A lot of people are telling him to shut up and fuck off. And we don't. We basically don't like your opinion. And he's saying, ah, yes, well, you, your refusal to debate me shows me more about you than it does about it's me. It's not
1: even, like, genuine, though. This is the thing, like, because he wasn't, Cleese wasn't trying to have a conversation. No. Right? He wasn't kind of saying that, oh, like, you know, my proposition is that London is not an English city or, like, Britain isn't an English city. Like... <laughs> Uh, whatever the fuck that means. Brit- Britain well, he was is not in the-
2: English London. Uh, just just <laughs> yeah, kind of slowly like Eng- <laughs> going into the dark. Um, I smell toast.
1: <laughs> just, just, just having a normal. One. Uh, well, you know, in the words of like, uh, in the words of, of the old friend of the show, Nick Crompton, before he like vanished. England mm-hmm. is a city.
0: Indeed. So the problem is, England, <laughs> <a> ma- <laughs> England is. Um, it, it's it's actually a madrasa.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like one it- giant. England-, madrasa.
0: <laughs> England is a city, but the city is Mecca.
1: Yeah, it's 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 one giant madrasa, which is covered by a giant boob. <laughs>
0: There's one giant so a Medina. Boob. I meant a Medina. I said a madrasa. Uh, England's my Medina. Right. Okay. Um, all anyway, right, but all what right. I think what 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 Murray's trying to do here is saying that you know there is. He's, he's seizing on one particular data point, which is how many white British people are there, and then basically going off of, on a, on a frolic of connecting that to well, obviously mm. oh, this this means um, what people. Yeah. Did, did you
2: see the uh, the tweet that was doing the rounds on racist Twitter? Of it was an Irish primary school class. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and it was it was like mostly non-white, and lots of people are getting very very upset about the like ethnic character of County Donegal or wherever. And oh, yeah. no, very strange, uh, yeah, well, it, especially it's, from it's, English people. English people would have been to... like, well, we're just going to grind all of these people under our oh, boot yeah. and now we'll be and upset. It w-
3: and it was great because in that tweet and uh, I'm allowed to talk about this because I'm actually I'm actually Irish. So it's mm. like this the original is, this is, civilization, yeah. the first slaves,
0: yes. C- civilization one, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: like the person who wrote it, like clearly didn't know shit about Ireland because they got the name of the language wrong. Uh, they called it Gaelic, which is not what it's fucking called. Uh, Irish, and they—you can call it Irish or you can call it Gaelgar if you if you uh, want to be a dickhead about it. <laughs> um, and uh, also, like in the next thing, just went into being like, call it, like, oh, Britain isn't the same anymore. Look at England. And it's like that. Those are all different things. You don't even know shit about this. Just take it a anti-home it? Yeah.
2: rule proposition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: and it's also funny because, like, um, as far as I'm aware, like, because obviously the uh like the irish language uh disappeared for a long time because people uh who were very white came over and did a bunch of murder um like there there's it's actually been it's had a resurgence in the last like couple of decades and a big part of it is like some of the most enthusiastic learners are people who come from other countries because they come from places where multilingualism is normal mm. so it's not this kind of like like If you grow up in England, your idea of learning a language is, like, you have to take, you know, French or or German for two years in school. Even
2: in Scotland, Scotland, like, I can just about make my way through the Gaelic on the, like, Queen Street
0: Station sign, and that's it. See, Aisling, uh, Douglas Murray would say that all that stuff you said about the actual history of Ireland uh, and what actually happened with the Irish language and that it's called the Irish language, he would say that's a chant. Uh, Um, And identity politics. He'd say hmm. that's 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 you chanting identity politics yeah. instead of you very rationally pointing to a single data point on a census from I mean, several years uh, ago and using and these calipers ben- to show that. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, I, I mean, the real story about the loss of the Irish language really comes from the mischievous Saracen, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think it's the 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 propensity to frame debate good, but also debate is everything. I th- I I think enchanting is everything. Everyone else says. Um, it also happens quite a bit in in the think tank sector as well. So the Institute of Economic Affairs is a we uh, love it. We love the Institute of Economic Affairs is a probably Coke. Like We don't know who funds them. People always ask who funds them. And it's probably the Koch brothers. But I don't think it really matters because like we know whose interests they're operating in. Um but their, one of their big things is that while advocating for the NHS to be turned into a US uh, private system, based on all the evidence, it just feels more efficient. It feels that government is is, is less efficient. It feels like it would be better in private hands. Um, they're frequently, they, in, in making this case, they're frequently treated as a think tank brought onto BBC debate programs to represent a right wing view. Um, and they have a whole PDF Uh That's designed to answer, answer back at people who say that they're biased or that they're being funded by the Koch brothers and so on. The most
2: rational document format.
0: Yeah. Um, and they're basically a neoliberal extremist, but they want to be judged on the virtue of their ideas alone, which we'll get into why that's a completely incoherent. Did
2: did they actually say that?
0: Uh, um, they have claimed it in the past. However, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, this is from the document, mm. Our mission is to improve understanding of the fundamental institutions of a free society by analysing and expounding the role of markets in solving economic and social Corporate problems. Corporate
2: social
3: responsibility, not,
2: not- Black
0: Lives Matter.
3: It's not political. No, if, no,
0: it's not political. And in, and in fact, they, the, another thing they like to they say frequently is that the economy isn't political because most <laughs> business people, <laughs> mo, they say most business people are not, don't have strong political commitments because uh. you, the reason <laughs> that they conclude this is that they're not, they're frequently not actively campaigning members of certain parties. That's what politics is. E- economy right. is some other thing and you learn that in, in, in economy 101
3: if you do, uh, if you ever do like a political economy class it's actually like they have uh, two guys come on <laughs> they always have two teachers so they do half of it is like politics and then that guy has to go away and mm-hmm. then like another guy comes on who's got like um he's like uh he's got a different color shirt and he kind of he looks exactly like they always have to be twins right so you have <laughs> the course. politics have guy yeah exactly like one one of of them
0: always lies through graphs (laughs) who who is homer i am guy incognito (laughs) and and it goes on he says this means we have to promote sustain and we seek to rather promote sustain and increase uh, individual and collective knowledge understanding of market solutions to social and economic questions through research discussion and the communication of ideas
2: social responsibility black lives matter that doesn't mean anything
0: well, I mean, it, in in the sense that it it sort of does in as much as they're trying to, promote market-based solutions. Yes, but
2: they have this rhetoric thing where they have to use three verbs every time. You don't just promote <laughs> oh, wow. the thing. You have right. to, you, it has a rhetoric word for it that's Greek that I've forgotten, but you don't just promote the thing, you promote, it's sustain, and uplift. Well, yes, but there's a Greek <laughs> one too. But you promote, sustain, and uplift. And every time I hear it... we have to tactically
3: my... ascertain the solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have we're, to we're
0: kinetically we're, engage with the markets. Yeah, uh, we're perpendicularizing the markets. Um, well, but the other thing is that it's... That what they're saying is, well, there is, the part, I mean, all, again, they're cynical pieces of shit, and they're just trying to, like, you know, privatize your shoes, if possible, away from you. It's a try, um, come on. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, but there is this, this is another core faith-based belief of the logic guy, and the logic think tank, and the logic columnist. The whole sort of logic world, uh, as you might call it, which is that, again, it goes down to, well, we just have to find the best idea. And there are some things for which the market might be the best idea. And part of being a logic guy is never defining best for what, best how, uh, because Diff- that opens you up. Different places have t-
2: different safety standards, and that's okay. That's not relativism. Yeah. That's actually objective.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, that, and it, it, basically, it, it requires this just trick where, you, where a lot of people believe that some things are just set. Um or that whatever has been and all of our institutions have been building to now or usually twenty years ago, and we have to preserve them or go back to them, and that they and that any other question you might have is not really relevant well
2: like so I, I, if not you- not to be the climate doom correspondent again, but I feel like that 's always a thing that 's overlooked is whenever they try to quantify good as in good for capital is like people being lifted out of poverty, stuff like that. And it's never, like, germane to ask, what profits that if, like, everybody who's lifted out of poverty fucking drowns in 20 years afterwards?
0: <laughs> or, or indeed, how they're being lifted out of poverty, or what you've defined poverty to be. Yes. So it's, it's that... It, it's it's there is this whole infrastructure uh, that that facilitates the logic guys by providing them data points. For example, capitalism has lifted this many people out of poverty, but it doesn't tell you that it defines poverty as a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. It's
3: it's and it's it's frustrating as well because it it's this match between like rhetoric that is like. Like oh, we love ideas, and we want to like have new new ideas, and oh, we love ideas, and just like thinking and thinking.
2: It's like a secondary school teacher who loves words, not like Uh, any particular words, just the existence of words.
3: Yeah, so it's it's all this uh, idea about like oh we're on the new frontier of ideas. We're settlers in the in the new colony of ideas. <laughs> um, we're going to provide some uh, some blankets uh, to the ideas. To, to the, ideas. Well, to the, the
0: ideas we don't like.
3: Yeah, but but then they're like it's ideas within this very very specific frame where if you suggest something like hey maybe we should consider like a whole new economic system or Maybe, like we have to have better moral standards for how we treat people. That's not ideas well, no it, uh, that, that that's that's sounds
2: like you're triggered and owned and <laughs> chanting actually, yes. you've
0: just been chanting that because here here's how this this little document concludes. Our school of thought is based on broad values with a sufficiently long history and economic thinking to be uncontroversial, even if individual ideas that are described as free market can be considered radical or novel in a current context. People might that yell is- at
2: me about R- Murray Rothbard's child marketplace, but <laughs> All of the other stuff dates back to the 18th century, and they definitely meant it the same way then as I do now.
0: <laughs> For example, free market solutions to healthcare or aging may seem radical in relation to discussions about the NHS or social care, but they are not so radical defined in the sweep of either global healthcare provision or even in the context of their history in the UK. When you, you think about say- it,
2: Taking my yacht into international waters is not necessarily a radical proposition.
0: <laughs> but it's, easy. it's like, oh, yeah, well, before the NHS, a lot of people didn't die immediately. And It's like, yeah, a lot more of them died i'd rather have the nhs and they're like yeah but what if the nhs isn't the best system what if we could provide more healthcare more efficiently and it's like well, we're gonna okay, we're gonna yes, have a, lo- a long dead. a long hit something
2: of like medicine with a long history that's uncontroversial as we just go back to hippocrates and start pouring boring <laughs> boiling oil in all the wounds there's
1: also there's also the thing about like they kind of say that Oh the reason why people don't like our ideas is because it's too radical mm-hmm. and the ideas are like too dangerous Just and like we kind beak. of you know yeah but it's like <laughs> the ideas aren't you know you've kind of said it yourself like there is a history of these types of like systems that you're proposing and also, like, a, is a lived reality of the types of system in are your, your um, proposing, and they both suck. They're yeah. really bad, and like, there is evidence, there is data to show that they really suck. And every time you present them with data, they're the ones who are saying, "Oh well, you know, that's the, ideology." Gu- gu- it's it's Google, ideology. Google You've taken Argentina, it out of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've taken it out of context google venezuela but is google argentina like,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like i think people have this very um it's this very like fukuyama end of history idea where it's like oh we kind of like basically fixed all the stuff mm-hmm. and now we just got to tweak the stuff yeah. people often i think especially with uh with science if you have this kind of this valorization of science, which, and you know, the scientific method is a good thing, but if science is done by people that exist within social structures, and it's amazing how, like, I think people kind of think, like, oh, well, obviously, like, science in the past, like, we did stupid, you know, there were silly beliefs about, you know, race and gender and stuff. Uh, that we're definitely we kind of, not
2: still doing.
3: Yeah, and it's like, but then we kind of fixed it. That was all like hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And now we're just kind of bringing back. But this was all like linear. Like people were still doing like, you know, the, the Tuskegee syphilis yeah. experiments and, like, going the, until the like the fucking of that 70s. Is,
2: it's not just even like linear time. It's my thesis supervisor's thesis supervisor did this himself.
0: <laughs> and I think the other the other thing to re, re, just bring it back to economics for a moment is that is that a lot of this all of this debate this uh, oh well it's just ideas engage with my ideas and so on and so on often it's anathema to evidence anyway and it's again it's much more about what feels intuitively correct so like the I a lot of what the I E A is promulgating is based on this on the Reinhardt Rogoff paper that I talk about quite a bit the one that's basically is the intellectual underpinning for austerity that was. Fully disproven as completely false and based on uh, basically someone fucked up an Excel spreadsheet and now we have austerity. I hate when that Uh, happens completely accidentally. I mean, of course, we would have austerity anyway. They'd have found some other sort of fig leaf justification, but whatever, uh, because ideas aren't important. Materialism is everything. But Reinhard Rogoff was disproved years ago, years ago, and it's still comp, but it's still common sense that Jeremy Corbyn would send us to Venezuela with his borrowing plans, and, and- meanwhile, climate change stalks up behind us with a big hammer, like. <laughs> <laughs> and and the problem is, is that like is that if you if you look at what the IEA says i mean those last two paragraphs they're really telling on them themselves they're like well look all, all of this stuff it's just it's been uncontroversial it's been true for a while we're not going to ask any questions about it and, and even if you send
2: s- up fine now
0: <laughs> and even if you say that, okay, well, yeah, maybe all of the evidence that that what we're doing is economically necessary and so on has been disproven, but it feels right that the um that 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 the state is akin to a family and needs to budget like a family because people can sort of get that. It feels and right it's not to them like that, because none of them have suffered enough. I'm it's <laughs> I'm, I'm going to become a Maoist by the end of this. I'm
2: blackpilled, <laughs> kneeling on broken glass, doing self criticism because for a lot of people it's not fine it's evidently not fine like in a personal lived experience sense those are feelings in a way that matters but for some reason that uh.
0: <laughs> but even even in the sense that like they they believe all, it's a very tidy set of very emotionally comforting things to think that oh well we we have to tighten our belt, for example, because we're we're being profligate. Because if I was a family buying education or healthcare for my kids, I'd have to balance that with how much I'm making. And that just, it's very intuitively makes sense to people. I have
3: to tighten my belt because my pants keep falling down in the street. And then, like, and then, you know, the the, the state takes my kids Horns, away. My and pants we, fall down, down in the
0: street and hordes I mean, of raging lefties tell people, me to pull them up. Yeah, Triggered, pe- are they? People keep, like, people
1: keep yanking my wallet chain.
0: Yeah. And so, but what I, what I mean is, like, it it doesn't matter that it's not right. And the IEA says in those uh, in those last paragraphs, look, just don't worry about it. Because, it. because ultimately, all of the debate and logic, guys, what it all boils down to, the entire point of the last episode or so, of the last hour of this episode, has basically been that it is all about feelings for them. The, 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 they want to feel good. The think tank, guys, bother me the
2: most because I know instinctively, that sense of truthfulness or whatever, that they are buying time, right? Like, they're just trying to run out the clock for another ten years or so, until maybe they can get into the bunker and be like Smithers, curled up at the (laughs) base of Mr. Burns' coffin. Maybe they'll be clawing their way into the bunkers in New Zealand, I don't know. But that's- (laughs) if we can just keep this thing spinning for another ten, fifteen years, maybe. And that's it. That's all it is. You don't have to take it seriously. You have to remember. Just start screaming at them, please.
0: You have to remember. Mr. Here's to all the think tank guys. Remember, Mr. Burns likes to put his feet up.
3: <laughs> the thing that's frustrating about this is this implication that like, oh, we should always be debating ideas. And like, that's like, that's not wrong, right? Because theoretically, you could have like a fantastic debate of ideas between... I don't know, like a Marxist-Leninist and an anarchist, like uh, Zizek
0: like- and Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> His famous ML did- Jordan Peterson, and then in parentheses, ML. He's got an <laughs> anime avatar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a debate on I loved I loved that debate so much because the question was like happiness, socialism versus uh, capitalism, and then it has their two pictures, the two most miserable-looking
2: people you've ever seen. I, 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 and- my favorite part of it was. Uh, I saw a tweet about this that kind of summed it up nicely. When Jordan Peterson started off doing his thing about like postmodernist academics, and Zizek kind of did the "Can can you name one of these academics?" and he looked like he had been hit by a train.
3: <laughs> but the, the the thing about this is like this assumption that like oh uh, the debate of ideas is like well which ideas and when can we let them go because like if your idea has, like...
2: An expiration date.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, like we've done the, like... We did the, the, the racial skull shapes in mm. IQ. We did that for the last, like, few hundred years. And, uh, uh-oh, it turned out it was well, bollocks. I, I, but- I saw
2: a really good one recently. I don't know if you saw this. It was on Twitter today. In the Catholic Herald, some guy is saying we should bring back the Habsburgs. <sighs> Deadly serious. As, as, like, a new pan-Europeanism.
3: That's actually good. It'd be good for, like, uh, people with body image issues. You need, like, (laughs) representation of, like...
0: The original EU.
3: (laughs) Representation of people of all uh, shapes and sizes. All
0: jaw shapes. (laughs) All jaw... all, All chips. All chins here.
3: Yeah. Well, did you see that uh, that article about like the incels who are trying yes, to get like a, pl- with, uh, a plastic uh, surgery oh for God. their face? Oh my God.
1: I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. And I'm just like, I haven't been stop- stopping able to think about it because this whole like, the whole uh, like dudes photoshopping other dudes yeah. because of like logic and reason is like, oh my God. I. Uh, well, it, so was, like, it was so, so interesting so, because
2: yeah. that doctor, yeah. most of his practice is doing facial feminization surgery on trans women, right? Yeah, and that's a lot. That's a lot more fraught to then think. Well, this guy who's doing that and not asking any questions is also doing these incels who think that they need to like get Chad jaw.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like what uh, the oh, who's the other doctor in the Simpsons? Doctor Nick, Doctor Nick Rivera. Rivera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like Doctor Nick. Right? What
0: kind of lefty podcaster are you that you don't have a encyclopedic I, knowledge of something? I did not watch it
1: with a TV. I have like a comprehensive knowledge of like religious like television. If mm-hmm. any, if that's useful in any just, way, Just like and I also know like with bits a and in one
2: hand and a book of poetry in the other. Like yeah, I didn't really own a
1: TV. <laughs> <laughs> All my all my entertainment knowledge has come from like like rips from Kazaa and Limewire, um. So just like leave
0: me alone. Um, <laughs> pulling us back on track for just a moment because there's one more thing I want to talk about before we before we hit the road. Um, and this is this comes from I, I've taken a tour of some of the logic guys that maybe a lot of listeners to like more American podcasts wouldn't get. Um, <laughs> to, to to just give you the smorgasbord of all their terrible shit. Um. And this is from Andrew Doyle and Spiked, who's applying the logic guy schema. And, yeah, Andrew Doyle being the mastermind behind the Titania uh, McGrath. Ma- you remember how she said oh, that she yeah. liked The Guardian because it prioritizes feelings over facts? Oh, that's Damn. so funny. Biden that's so funny.
3: I just like, I get so mad because, like, ok, like I'm a leftist, but Trigger. I'm also I'm also yeah. a comedy nerd. And it's like you didn't even try to do like a good comedy <laughs> name. Like watch some fucking Chris Morris, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, in effect, in effect, he thinks he's Chris Morris, but he's actually Peter oh'anra <laughs> um so Andrew Doyle says, uh, there was a BBC article which rated Game of Thrones episodes as good or bad based on the percentage of female dialogue, seemingly promoting the false correlation of gender representation and artistic merit. If this trend is to continue, critics may well be replaced with computer algorithms producing pie charts instead of reviews. Hire more women Targaryens. Is yeah. all I can <laughs> yeah, say. But- Andrew Doyle could easily be replaced with an algorithm. <laughs> this
3: is The thing is, I'm so mad. It's like, the, the, he's, because he, yeah, he has his, uh, yeah, Titania, McGrath, and also Jonathan Pye. Again, like, terrible comedy name. There's no rhythm to it. You're trying like... That's like that's like a like a like a mid two thousands like oh I'm so random mm. I just mm. said badger and cheese like that's yeah. that
0: holds up that's, spork well, it's it's oh. it's, the, it's the it's the I'm <laughs> so random holds up spork era combined with late period Ricky Gervais when mm. whatever spark that gave him the Office and extras has I, I, now I'm just, just doing gone. the thing
2: where you can't call it late capitalism because it hasn't ended
0: yet you can't call it
2: late Gervais <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: that, it's that Andrew Doyle could be replaced by an algorithm
3: yeah and that this and is what frustrates me. Chart.
0: Yes! Second candidate for episode title.
3: (laughs) Just knocking
0: them out of the park today
3: yeah but the thing is like i know that if i didn't have any principles or if i didn't have like the few principles i already have i could do like making fun of the left so much better than these guys could mm-hmm. like there's no imagination to it they literally just go like oh they love feelings yeah, you, and it's one
2: pair of dungarees and a key light and we're fucking set <laughs> to make fun of the left but this is the
1: thing like their kind of like perception of making fun of the left is just like very kind of low energy anyway so like mm. even when they need to be high energy they're still getting
0: it's like well, I'm going to get paid well, audience, they're still getting paid uh, their audience and is low, love energy, low right? energy yeah
1: so all you need to do is kind of do that like tick box of, okay, well, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to create this character who gets really upset about like gender representation and, uh, gender pronouns. The BBC didn't um, recognize
2: my 57th gender.
1: Yeah. But like Andrew, A- Andrew Doll hasn't even discovered what uwu is yet. So no. like, I don't, I don't even understand. Yeah, he's like He's never begun. been on Tumblr. <laughs> right. So just like imagine when he finds these things like he's like you know he's like oh he's you know, so out of I, for, for I'm going to send him I'm going to send him the like Tumblr
2: post that's like um yeah. the LGBT community deserved AIDS for not being inclusive of asexual people. I'm gonna send him what? that hot take. Well
1: what, what what needs to happen is that someone needs to kind of like create like a fake account and they're like, look, I have all the secrets about like the real left and I can improve your comedy and basically just turn his like very low energy t- uh, Titania McGrath into like a character who's like obsessed with just like uh the bodily fluid of furries or something like that.
0: <laughs> but the thing I wanna I wanna focus on about his about this this particular uh Andrew Doyle piece is the the way in which he, he has said, well, look, there's gender representation over here, and then there's artistic merit over here. And because you it's are that, so... It's that
2: gamer meme with the games with no politics, brackets, good, and games yeah. with politics, brackets, bad.
1: <laughs> ah that gamer meme what what, what can, what can i say Fi- Fi- final fantasy 7 was really like the last game that was just truly no, I'm, about I'm the story and not about gender there
2: was they, they sorted yeah. the games into like games with no politics games with politics
3: i hate when there's uh when uh there's a, a woman character that puts politics into my game about the iraq war
2: every year they shrink the size of the politics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also also i love and the thing is like a lot of these people also would love like final fantasy seven because they grew up with it when they were kids a game with an overtly environmentalist message and there's, no it doesn't have politics in it though it's like you yeah, it's an environmentalist message you'd ordinarily would hate that it's like shut up <laughs> um but it's and this it but it, this is another logic guy thing where you've decided what's politics and what's art and you've then and you've said if if your politics gets into my art it's bad and but they, and then the other the final logic guy move and this is especially true for British logic guys not American logic guys American logic guys don't tend to do this because um, then Doyle then quotes from Oscar Wilde's preface to the picture of Dorian Gray <laughs> as a does. response to those as, and which Wilde wrote as a response to those who condemned it as a prurient and immoral novel where he explains this is back to Doyle that vice and virtue are simply materials for artists, reminding us that the depiction of immorality is not necessarily an endorsement of such behavior. And even if it were, why should it matter? There is no such thing as a moral or immoral book, Wilde proclaims. Books are well written or badly written. That is all. So basically, the final thing is that the logic guy at base thinks he's Lenny Bruce. (laughs)
2: Hold hold, hold on, though. I'm going to logic this, right? By their own logic, I'm going to own them. Oscar Wilde said all art is quite useless right we agree yes, between us yeah. that debate is very useless uh-huh. uh go debate is the highest form of art checkmate libs
0: and is therefore not a stem subject and therefore is not worth pursuing
3: <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> right but it's uh, this is something that we were talking about before the show ashley
3: yeah yeah so like I get so frustrated when I see these guys, like, they love to um, invoke their heroes, right? So it's like, oh, actually, like, when someone, uh, like, yells Remember at- this
2: better writer? Yeah, but before <laughs> yeah. Winston Churchill shit himself and fell off the toilet, he burbled this phrase. <laughs> 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 well, if nice you and my wife, I fucking- uh- <laughs> <laughs>
3: so what frustrates me about this is like this complete lack of understanding that it's viewing things as like this very linear uh journey where like someone comes in and does a politics and then like the p and then other people get mad about it and that proves that the guy who did a politics was right because people got mad about it um which first of all i mean you've got the fact that like lenny bruce like the state arrested him, right? Getting People getting mad about your comedy is not the same thing as, like, the state enforcing power on you and trying to put you in jail. I right? do
2: think that the guy behind Titania McGrath should have state power exercised on him, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's the well that's that's what also it comes down to is that they all believe that they are crusading, and that their crusade is the same as uh, that there is an unbroken line between Oscar Wilde, Lenny Bruce, and Andrew Doyle. and that Oscar Oscar Wilde, in addition to being to being punished for um because he he was gay, mostly Andrew Doyle is gay as well. that Oscar Wilde would have been punished by the state for being gay. He was punished by the state for um uh, uh, for writing prurient novels. And then through the work of a lot of people doing politics, we now no longer throw people in jail for being gay, which I think is a good thing, obviously. Um, but and, and but that you and bold, but that trash future position statement, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that what he but that he but his whole intellectual exercise is drawing this line between Oscar Wilde and himself. Where it's like, okay, well, Oscar Wilde was censored because the the powers that be couldn't take his portrayal of of romantic love in a novel, um, and then Lenny Bruce was censored because the powers that be couldn't handle his disregard for you know authority and and like language policing and and swearing and stuff, and then he thinks that all of that state censorship is the same as a bunch of people calling him a shithead because. They, it's obvious that he's behind Titania McGrath And no one no one thinks like this
1: The argument, the kind of like Logic guy's argument is actually that The online mobs are worse than the state mm. Because the online mobs are the ones Who control Cause
0: culture Because they're, they're mean yeah. to you so at, like, at least
2: Mark yeah. Meacham actually had some state power Because he got fined for making the pug <laughs> do the Nazi salute Right? Like Yeah uh
3: and also, like, I don't think has he ever gone to check what like the politics of uh, Oscar Wilde and uh, <laughs> Lenny Bruce and all these people were. And it, it, and it, we were talking before, like um, Jake Flores, who does Poddam America. He recently did a an episode about this, pointing out that actually, like, there's always politics on both sides. So there, like, Lenny Bruce was often like. Trying to do this new thing and having quite radical politics, you know, believing in desegregation and stuff like this. And then he was kind of, he would make fun of people and he was kind of looking down on people who were doing these old sort of racist jokes and, you know, mother-in-law and mother in law and shit. And mother-in-law mm. shit.
2: Take my and wife, then, please.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then those people were getting mad at him. And it's like, you're not, you're not Lenny Bruce. You're the guy that Lenny Bruce is making fun of. <laughs> but people don't have that. People don't have that ability to look at history and context. They just see like, oh, well, people well, got mad. Logic guys at don't.
0: Pe- logic guys don't have that ability.
3: Yeah. So Some people do. Yeah. So, you know, the logical thing is if someone gets mad at you, uh, that means that uh, you're right. Yeah. You're a hero. Yeah.
0: Um, and here's, here's a, a, an Oscar Wilde quote that I prefer, which is, he said, disobedience in the eyes of anyone who has read history is man's original virtue. It is through disobedience that progress has been made, through disobedience and through rebellion. And if we ask ourselves who really does, much along the lines of what you were saying, embody disobedience here, who is actually fighting to make difficult and painful changes in society, it's not fucking Andrew Doyle. And 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 his line in the sand that he's drawn between art and politics. And it's not and, and it's not Steven Crowder, and it's not Ben Shapiro, and it's not Douglas Murray. All they're doing is they're is there are they are trying they are the last remaining foot soldiers of this just of this gr- of this crueler, stupider world that we're trying to leave behind, or at least they're the last remaining intellectual foot soldiers, the actual foot soldiers are numerous and a problem well, the, um, the, the the real
2: counterculture is the right though
0: yeah, and this th- that's, this, th- that's, this
2: that's, I, a, that's a Paul Joseph Watson tweet, right
0: yeah, it's a real punk rock it's it's that you know the. The old, the old, is, the old is dying, and the new is struggling to be born. But the old is, you know, trying to suck the stem cells out of the new to lurch <laughs> forward for another step. And so, look, all but all these people are basically doing the same thing. And if again, I'll say it again: if there's one thing to have taken from this episode of podcast, it's that this all these people care about, all these people care about, is their feelings, and that. Anytime ooh. someone asks to debate you, it's ooh guys, or right? yeah, mm. it's ooh, it's it's ooh feelings, guys. But they all like jack off to Greek statuary. Yeah. Just, just, just do what is I do. A
3: small bean, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's he, he's a small him. bean. Whom's anxiety? Yeah. Just just do what I do. Become incredibly powerful at Twitter. Just tell them don't sign your tweets. <laughs> um. And so from our family to your family, don't sign your fucking tweets. <laughs> Um, Ashley, thank you very much for coming on.
3: Yeah, thank you. It was it, lovely to be here. It's
0: been a, it's been a genuine delight. And to all who are listening, we are going to do yet another live show. This boop, time boop, boop, boop. in uh, beautiful uh, Cambridge, England. Which, as we all know, is now no Cambridge is a madrasa. Yeah, mm-hmm. England's a Medina. Yeah, <laughs> Cambridge. Cambridge is just another place where which is covered by a giant boob.
2: Yeah, mm. so you're going
0: all- to personally take down all of the statues you don't like. Yep, <laughs> because they offend me, uh, and not because I believe they're you know yep. they are continuing gonna, certain kinds of power structures. We're, we're, absolutely, we're,
1: we're going to like hold a protest outside Trinity College to knock it down and replace it with uh, concrete. Uh, College.
0: <laughs> no, what we're going to do, we are going to protest that the student that 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 PhD student who is expelled. Gets reinstated, mm. but that he has to be a professor of gender studies. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna do something that pleases nobody. <laughs> we're gonna really we're gonna really pull off a monkey's paw here. Ever, ever, That's like, our new campaign. And get booed out of Cambridge. <laughs>
1: cancelled uh, by both the right and the left, which, m- which means that we're right. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> All right. Uh, ticket links in the description. Thanks for listening, everybody.